Assalamu alaikum and welcome to our 103rd episode of ABC Islam and our 68th episode of our second series Islamically Independent. We are two Muslim sisters talk about the ABCs of Islam all the way to XYZ. Today we're going to be talking about our podcast episode on how to prepare for Ramadan but I know that a lot of you guys have been listening to our podcast very regularly and we would like to say a big jazakallah for those of you who are coming back because you may know that we are two um, podcasters hosts who usually post on this podcast and we've been doing it consistently for many months since 2020 but recently in around September slash October of 2021 we took a large long break from for about probably four or five months and that is because of the following reasons which my sister will be discussing and before we go on to that I would just like to greet my sister again after a long time how are you and um, how's life been going and why have we not been posting for so long Jazakallah khair for you know introducing me to this podcast again I feel really amazingly grateful and I'm really really grateful to every single one of you who still listen to our podcast episode we do see you but however we could not actually post any podcast episodes from the past I would say a very long break um, which is I, I would say probably almost six months I think that's since September and the main reason is because um I had a very, very important exams to do for my degree that I'm doing right now, which hopefully, inshallah, if I do graduate in September, then I'll let you guys know and everything. What is my degree about and all of that. But for now, I'd just like to let you know that I was extremely, extremely busy with my exams and I did not have any time to do any kind of hobbies or things that I like to do as creative purposes because my degree is very logically challenging and that took a lot of time for me. But what about you? Do you have anything else to add? Yes, definitely. I think that, you know, sometimes like, you know, this podcast is something that we really do enjoy and we love to do. But unfortunately, there are sometimes like you will have different priorities sometimes. And even though we really do appreciate this podcast, at the end of the day, it is like a side project for us. And, you know, education is something that is highly valued, not only for us as individuals, but even in Islam. And I think that since we've been given the opportunity for education, um, I think that we should take the opportunity and use its full advantage. And also for me, I've also been doing my exams like, you know, I've recently started and went into sixth form for those of you who live in the UK and it's basically um, like a new institution. So I moved in. I'm currently doing my um, you know institution as well. I also don't want to go into exactly what I do and I will probably save that for the future, inshallah. Mm-hmm. But now that we've kind of basically explained how we were both really busy, but inshallah, we will start posting consistently again. We're going to just, you know, make sure you guys know that you, we will be consistent, inshallah, from now on. I know we've said this before, but we will. Uh, so please make sure to subscribe down below so that you do stay notified and we'll try our best. We currently don't have a proper posting schedule. We're just saying weekly for now, which is why it's so important for you to subscribe so that you do get the notification when we do post. Mm-hmm. Now, anyways, we're going to get right into it. So today we're going to be talking all about how to prepare for Ramadan. There is exactly around a month left until Ramadan so it's perfect that we came back at this time and I know that you're all excited so I'll be sharing five tips on how to prepare for Ramadan and my sister will be sharing five tips so we're just going to get right into it and my sister what's the first uh, tip that you have in order to prepare for Ramadan? Again Jazakallah khair for giving me the mic (laughs) and the first thing that I want to say is about the fact that uh, the first thing that I would do honestly is to reflect on how the year went by since the last Ramadan and reflect about 
How did it go? Did you keep up with your habits that you actually initially wanted to do after Ramadan ended last year? Are you keeping up with those? Are you trying to improve anything, any part of your life? What are the, some of the bad habits that you might be picking up as Ramadan is approaching? For example, for me, it could be that I have a very weird sleeping pattern uh, because mainly because not right now I do not have any exams necessarily, but um, that's not a really good habit to have personally. And I'm not really good of a person when I don't sleep enough and stuff. Stuff. so it's very very important that you're reflecting on how the the year went by after the last ramadan ended for you and really think about the habits that you might be that are making you less productive in a way or unproductive so that's the first tip that i would give to anyone listening to this what about you I definitely agree with you because I think that before starting anything new, you need to reflect on how you are as a person right now. That's the only way you're going to know how to improve. Like self-awareness is very key and is very important. But my second tip in order to prepare for Ramadan is to actually remind yourself what Ramadan really is for. And the reason why I say this is because I think that especially in this world of social media and in the 21st century and us being usually young people, we actually can sometimes get lost in the true purpose of ramadan like ramadan now we don't want it to become like a social media reel or something that you know we we do once a month and we show wow i'm so religious and then you kind of just forget about it for the rest of the year ramadan you need to remember the history of ramadan it is something that you know was basically a gift from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it is something that the prophet muhammad peace be upon him he you know, got the Quran in this auspicious month. So we need to remember and go back to the real root purpose of why Ramadan exists. And also at the same time, it is also a great way for you to remember about your connection with Allah. And I know that a lot of people, they feel guilty when they think about, you know, the connection with Allah right now. And sometimes they feel like Allah will never forgive their sins and their mistakes. But remember that Allah is the most merciful. And the fact that you even feel guilty just shows you have Iman. So please, 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 like don't feel guilty. Um, whatever mistake you've done just forgive yourself uh, secret forgiveness from Allah and really remind yourself that Ramadan is for uh, you know you know having a essentially renewal it's like having a rebirth and it is for you to really rekindle that connection with Allah and don't get trapped in the social media reel of like oh I'm just going to post my iftar today and I'm just going to you know post the latest hadith that the sheikh put up as well and you know I'm just going to do that but because that's not the real purpose the real purpose is your connection with Allah which is very sacred and special and private which is why I would highly recommend and I actually would like to add something, which is that it is best if you're off social media for one month. I think that's going to be such a nice way of giving yourself a social media detox. And of course, I'm not trying to tell you that you should not be looking up for any Quranic hadith or whatever it is. But all we're trying to say is that it's time for you to build your connection with Allah again and try to get the spiritual awakening again that is going to last for the, until the next Ramadan, inshallah. So that's what we're trying to say in a way. But my third tip for this podcast episode will be to create a schedule, which again, is very hard especially for a student because you have studies to do you have exams to do you also want to balance your health and not overeat too much but at the same time you have to sleep so that's really really hard so i highly recommend for you to actually start planning now how is your schedule going to look like in the month of ramadan because i'm sure in april not everybody has the time especially students because they're so busy with their studies so now it's time for you to really experiment what do you want to do actually after iftar or before or before suhoor or what do you want to do for the whole entire day if you have a holiday 
from school or college or university. So you want to think about what you want to do at what time because that's going to really, really help you. And I would highly recommend for you to not really give up your hobbies, um, even though it's going to be really busy for you in the month of Ramadan because that's going to give you that... Um, you know, that's going to make you love yourself because hobbies are usually done because that's something that makes you feel good whilst doing so, right? So it's very, very important that you do not forget your hobbies. And at the same time, you create a schedule from now on to really find out what are your most optimal times when you are feeling the most awake or least hungry, for example. That's when you can get your exams, um, exam work done or revision or something. But when it comes to where, let's say for me, for example, when it comes to the, around the iftar time, that's when I feel like to do my hobbies, for example, like let's say painting or maybe read a book for like a few pages or maybe listen or watch a video on youtube about islam or any other things or personal development stuff that's when i feel the most relaxed and i feel like to do something like that instead of doing something really hectic like exam prep and all those kind of things so that will be my third tip Definitely. I think that creating a schedule is extremely important. And I think that, again, a lot of people just may not have thought about it. So it's really good to just give a little reminder there that schedules are really, really important. But the next thing that I would say leading off with that point is to actually get a Ramadan journal. And the amazing thing about this, I've literally promoted this, I would say, for like the past three or four years, because I seriously like nearly swear by this, because I think that having a Ramadan journal is it's like a literally a decades investment because you can use the same journal for um like 10 years because obviously ramadan only comes like once a year and it's only for a month mm -hmm. so essentially a ramadan journal is just a notebook that you buy i buy my sister and i we both have a5 notebooks and you basically just get an a5 notebook it can be plain square lined we don't really care but you just get yourself an a5 notebook and you basically can just write down your goals and everything else we're going to basically say in this podcast episode Episode. you can plan out your ramadan you can track your habits you can you essentially just reflect on your ramadan and then next year when you come back to this journal mm -hmm. you can see your last year's ramadan and it's just a really good way to see your progress to see what were the you know what what went well even better if if you were in primary school in the uk but yeah basically you want to make sure that you really look at what were the good things what were the bad things what can you remove what can you add it's a really really good thing so i would highly recommend buying a ramadan journal and it also does not need to be expensive it can literally be your local poundland notebook definitely and i completely agree with the fact that you said about ha habit tracking because i feel like whenever you habit track you can see the visual pleasure of actually taking off that habit that makes you feel so amazing at the end of the day so i highly recommend getting a, a as well a ramadan journal because that's going to be really helpful for tracking your habits and stuff but my fifth tip of this podcast episode will be to create one good islamic habit from now on and this doesn't have to be something really complicated. That could be for you, let's say, if you're struggling with prayer, for example. Um, that could be to master the five prayers for 30 days until before before Ramadan, which is one month, right? Um, that could be, let's say, listening to Quran for five minutes every day. It doesn't have to be something complicated. We're not trying to be Hafiz or Alim here. We're just trying to be good Muslims and improving ourselves every single day. We're just trying to get closer to Allah. We're not trying to um, you know, prove it to anyone how good we are, how practicing we are or anything. This, this can be something that you do for yourself on a daily basis and it doesn't have to be shown on social media it doesn't have to be told to anyone you don't have to tell your sister you don't have to tell your mother you don't have to tell anyone about it but you just do it for the sake of it and and it's it should be something that is very consistent you can do it for 30 days and that could be for example um 
let's say listening to a lecture for five minutes there are so many ideas out there on on youtube on um, you know on blogs on google you can just search up and see what good habits that a muslim can develop every single day for five to ten minutes and you can actually do those for the rest of the for the until ramadan actually comes up so yeah i think that's a really good tip that i would also tell myself and i would like to tell all my brothers and sisters listening to this Definitely. I think that creating a good habit is something that will kind of give you that confidence that, you know, if I can do it right now when it's out of Ramadan, then I can surely do it in Ramadan. So the next one that I have for number six is to actually make a list of, this is something I haven't done myself. And I think not many people do it. So I think it's a really cool idea, which is to actually make a list of like charities you like, which you can donate to, make a list of like maybe books you want to read or books you want to look at. And also, for example, podcasts you want to listen to or youtube channels you want to subscribe to i just this just came up i I just really like this idea and i don't think my sister has done it as well i think that's absolutely true yeah yeah and i think that you know if you have this kind of list then it can really excite you ramadan again don't you know get overindulge into this don't spend hours doing this but even if you spend let's say half an hour one hour just kind of re- doing a little bit of research on into like let's say there's so many youtubers out there there's so many blogs and as my sister says so many different outlets there on the internet where they will tell you like oh here are the best books to read in ramadan so some some favorites that we have if you want to know is my sister recommends the purification of the soul and woman in the quran and i we've also read don't be sad and also enjoy your life, the art of interaction with people. That's the one I read. So you can really look into some of these books. Those are some of the recommendations. We'll leave it in the show notes as well. Um, but if you, uh, and then in terms of podcasts, you might want to, a uh, shameless plug, listen to ABC Islam. And you may also want to listen to uh, things like, you know, Omar Suleiman's podcast, he has one, or Norman Ali Khan, um, like, you know, things like Bayina Institute, like those type of YouTube channels and podcasts. And in terms of charities... And Mufti Mank, uh, Sheikh Hassan Ali, one of our personal favourites, um, definitely underestimated in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And in terms of um, things like, um, what was I going to say? Charities, yes. So charities, there are so many out there. So like, that's something that I feel like no one thinks of. Like, which one do you want to donate to? Islamic Aid, Muslim Aid, Penny Appeal. There's so many out there. So go for the one that you want. And yeah, I think that's a really, really cool idea. And also helps you to get less de- de-stressed, you know, in during Ramadan because you don't have to think about those things and then you can just think about it now, plan it out now. And it also makes you feel really excited that, oh, I'm going to be reading this book in Ramadan. I'm so excited. Or I'm going to be donating my zakat to this charity. Like, you know, it makes you feel really excited and gets and gets you that, you know how, I know it's going to be a very haram example here, but you know how Christmas lights come up in the UK very, very early on, like let's say in September almost, like in October or something. That's when people start getting into that christmas zone and stuff but for us we can do that one month before for ramadan by telling ourselves yeah we're gonna be decorating our house like this in ramadan or we're gonna be doing this in ramadan so that's a really good tip i think that was a really nice spot on Uh, my seventh tip will be to is a continuation of my previous tip which is to actually create one habit that you're going to be doing in ramadan and you're going to stick it for the rest of the year not just you know after Ramadan that's it I'm done with it and this can be again as I mentioned before any of the examples that I've told you already for example watching lectures or doing something um, for the sake of Allah in private or anything like that I think that's a really good way at least if the year ends at least if 2022 ends you know that you have done two habits that you're going to be sticking till the next Ramadan so that's a really good way of actually telling yourself that you're doing good enough and you're worth it and you're gonna you're a good Muslim basically so 
And I think that's a really good way to gain, gain, get yourself into that mood that you are, that you're a good Muslim and you can always improve yourself. There's no end to learning new things, in my opinion. And knowledge is something that you can always gain with yourself like every single day. And I think that's a really good way. And that creates a, like a really nice, sacred and peaceful mindset just before Ramadan. And I think that if I had to add to that tip, I think in order to create that goal and to make sure you stick to it, I think to some extent, good company is very, very important. And like, if you want to make this tip a little bit different to her previous one, then here you go, which is that I feel like if you keep good company, then that will allow you to be accountable. It doesn't mean that now if you are like completely alone, that you won't be accountable. That's not true. There are many reverts and converts out there who are amazing and they are able to keep accountable with their good habits, even by themselves but it's really nice to have good company generally who will actually have the same values and the same kind of islamic you know motivation within them and um so if you for example have friends who know in ramadan let's say every lunchtime they're going to have like a talim session or you know a session where they just chat that's that would be really really cool so have a way where you can also get other people involved some and i think that can be really really good as long as you're doing it to help each other as part of the ummah and you're not doing it for showing off i think that's a really really good idea mm-hmm. um next up we have number eight which is to try to move major events to after ramadan because i think that some people what they mistake they do is that they end up saying that i'm going to do this event in april like april is ramadan so this year so if for example you might say that oh yeah i have a trip and i'm going to go in april and then you forget it's ramadan so make sure you do look at your schedule like your calendar right now of what you have obviously there are non-negotiables like exams which we can't really move but there are uh, there are certain things that you can move like your trips with your friends or you know things like each shopping like clothes shopping you can do that before ramadan you know there are certain things that you can just move before ramadan or after ramadan so that you have less things to do in ramadan and you have more time to focus on allah and to focus on your studies and work and the most important things and make sure that you are not starving and that you are not getting extremely exerted and tired so that would be my tip I think that's absolutely true because some of us are really so into Ramadan that we want to try and do as many things as possible. So then we become tired. So there's no really point of doing that. Uh, We are already 18 minutes into it. So I'm going to be really quick. And my ninth tip is to make sure that you are cleaning up before Ramadan. And this goes back to my sister's point about, you know, doing your major stuff before Ramadan or after Ramadan, because cleaning up can be very tiresome and you want to save that energy for studies, for your um, hobbies or for spending quality time with your family and during iftar after iftar or before suhoor or whatever so you want to make sure they are cleaning up and I'm, this is gonna keep me accountable because i've been trying to do the wardrobe from the past i would say days now and i will not be able to do it because i'm so busy and i try to procrastinate on it as much as i can i'm very guilty of that so this is probably gonna take me very accountable on myself <laughs> yeah for sure um you know you see like we try our best to follow the tips that we give but like sometimes it doesn't work so hopefully you will try to like this podcast also helps us to kind of keep accountable as well because we're kind of giving the tips but anyways moving on to the last tip because i know that we are you know running out of time um and i think that my last tip i kind of have to make this up in the spot but i think what i would say is to just make sure that you 
have fun in the process i think that having fun is extremely important because you know we don't want all these tips to be something that's rigid and that you're going to like you know hate doing and that you're kind of doing it for the sake of it make sure that it is a fun process and you do enjoy it because ramadan is an enjoyable time so make sure to enjoy yourself and you know have people in iftar like for example in ramadan when you have iftar try to have a group of people who you will eat with who you will have you know to fun with like for example i'm very grateful i feel amazing that you know i have a good family who i can have iftar with and you know you can even try to do like facetimes or zoom meetings with your um, friends as well in iftar even if they're non-muslim you can just tell them oh at seven o'clock just come and join me i'm gonna eat star and you can just you know eat as well and just have a little chat so those would be all of my tips and those of all of our tips um but yeah my sister actually wanted to add a bonus tip which is pretty cool so here you go yes as i was saying about accountability i have another thing that i want to share with you all is that make sure you get your blood test done before ramadan because i feel like it's the best way to know how you're at with your health because as students we can be very neglectful of our health and we don't really take any supplements and whatever we might not actually be eating the right things so it's very very important that before ramadan you actually get your blood test done so that you know exactly if you are lack of you know folic acid or vitamin d or whatever it is so that you know where you are and uh, in the ramadan you can actually take care of your health and balanced diet and all those kind of things so make sure you get your blood test done and i had an amazing amazing time recording this podcast i just wanted to say uh, my heart feels so like safe and like secure and just happy because i've missed making these podcasts so much and it just feels so good like i just feel like it's amazing but yeah um alhamdulillah we have come to the end of a wonderful podcast episode today we really hope that inshallah you've learned something new um also if you did not know as we said in the beginning we do upload weekly so please make sure you subscribe down below and please keep us in our dua so that we can post consistently and you know please keep us in our dua so that we can spread more information to you because that is the main goal um you know please subscribe and follow us as we said on google podcasts our podcasts and spotify Spotify. most platforms are free and you don't even need to log on jazakallah khair for listening for those of you who've been listening from before and you've come back thank you so much and for those of you who are new we hope you enjoy this new journey of abc islam may allah bless us all and we will inshallah see you next time assalamu alaikum